Hey world, Mike is here, giving a shout out to Kind of Epic Show, here to promote my new album, Eleven Gates, an epic electronic journey. It's made its debut on August 16th this week. Eleven Gates is available on Bandcamp at micusmusic.bandcamp.com. Thanks again for all the listeners out there and to Kind of Epic Show. Thanks guys, keep it epic. Starship Troopers and didn't stay true to Starship Troopers. Yeah. Well, <laughs> a reboot has more likelihood to. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Are we, <sighs> we recording now? We are actually recording, yeah. Okay. Of course so we are. You love to sneak that up. I do. <laughs> Unless you want me to stop, that way we can watch some trailers. Do we want to watch trailers? Matt probably wants... Would we talk about that? Or should we do that after we talk about the movie? Well, I don't know. Do you want to watch the Logan trailer? Dude, just make a decision. All right, let's talk about let's talk about Doctor Strange. <laughs> After we get done talking about Doctor Strange, we can watch these trailers. That way, they're not more fresh in our mind. Okay. okay. So, hi everybody. Hey. I'm David. I'm David. Long time. And, and I'm Matt. Yeah, I'm here too. Hi guys. <laughs> we're we're doing one of our patented sit in a car after a movie reviews. We don't have a patent on that. <laughs> I'm sure other people have done it. So yeah, we're gonna sit here for the next hour and watch the the, the windows slowly fog out. <laughs> Be like something sexy is happening in that car. No, no, it's not. Just a lot of well, just three guys putting their mouse around a phallic object. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you guys have recorded these shows in the past. <laughs> not sure if we need to get that up close and personal. <laughs> Oh, um, boy. So we just got out of the uh, first showing of Doctor Strange and IMAX. Yeah. Um, you know, we, I was having a conversation yesterday. I am so glad they start earlier than midnight now. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. I, I mean, it, Midnight opening is fine when you're, like, in high school and it's the summer and you've got jack shit to do. Yeah. But, yeah, now it's just like, God, why the fuck would I go out in midnight? <laughs> right? <laughs> it doesn't even sound appealing, does it? Yeah. No. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I saw they, I'm, I'm glad they saw sense in that eventually. <laughs> yeah, eventually. When did they start moving them to, like, 7 o'clock? Well, they started it, it. It used to be it came out on a Friday. Yeah, I think everyone was like, why the fuck is this coming out when no one can see it? <laughs> and then they thought, we'll do a midnight showing. That way we're coming out on Friday. Mm-hmm. And then they just realized, like, oh, well, shit, our midnight so- you know, showing sold out. We could probably put another showing. What are we going to do a second showing? Well, I guess before midnight. <laughs> and then they figured out, oh, well, how far back can we push this? And then eventually just like, oh, yeah, people like to get off work and see a movie. <laughs> no fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but, sounds uh, about right. Yeah, I think it will probably start with like episode one. Probably no, was it that? no. People were skipping. Uh, no, I, it wasn't episode one. I feel I, like it was more recent than maybe Lord of the Rings. Uh, I want to say it was at least by like oh five. Well, I know certain movies would do it. 
Well, yeah, it started out as a yeah. premiere thing. Well, it's yeah. still a premiere thing. Yeah. The first one I can think of is, like, the first Transformers. I remember going to it on, like, a Thursday at 7. Oh, you're talking about, like, Are you talking seven. about 7 o'clock? Yeah. Or talking midnight. about midnight. Oh, oh, yeah. I midnight. was talking about midnight. Yeah, oh, I thought okay. we were talking about midnight. No, yeah. because I went to the midnight showing of Phantom Menace. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so, okay. that, yeah, that part was probably one of the first ones. All right. Um, it's also okay. the first, it was the first big release at Showplace. Oh, yeah, because oh. the theater opened that year. Yeah. Huh. Wow. Well, that's fucking old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fifth grade. Or sixth. I, I remember that night, too, because there was that hotel on the other side of 465. It was like a red roof in at the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was actually on fire, which I laughed <laughs> really hard at. It's like that hotel's on fire and it's named the red roof in. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. So, yeah. Uh, I digress. Doctor Strange. I, at the moment, feel conflicted about certain bits of it. Well, let's focus on the main movie and not post-credits. Well, not just that. I'm talking about, like... Okay, well, I, before we talk about our conflict, let's talk about overall impressions. Um, I had a lot of fun. Uh, I, I, I'd probably enjoy watching it again. I don't think it's the best written movie Marvel has put out. Okay, uh, David West? No, I, I think it's fun. Um, I don't know where I'd place it in the pantheon of Marvel movies. But I enjoyed myself. I really enjoyed it a lot. Actually, kind of in the in the a little bit in the sense of I felt like it had a very uh, clean and uh, delightful texture to it. That mm. was a little bit of a I don't know wittier or harder edge than than a few of the films. Like if you look at like Captain America, it's so like cartoony in some ways. The first one, yes. Um. Well, no. The the I actually think the the later ones are even more so because the first one was at least the Winter honest. Soldier isn't. <laughs> How when was the last time you saw Winter Soldier? Uh, like the day it came out. Well, yeah, that <laughs> one is not cartoony. No. Well, anyway, anyway. And Civil War has the issue of being cartoony right in the middle of it. Yeah. There is a, a, a disparity of tone in that one. That that's, well, well in any work. case, it's still it's still very uh, it's still you you know I mean there's you know there's various degrees of like fantasy there's like fantasy which is like I, I don't know you kind of define your world you know and there's mm-hmm. some versions of fantasy that are like this is the world and there's a little something extra you know and I think that's one of the real appeals of like Harry Potter is that it's like you know okay I'm eleven what if I get my letter, you know, or, like, whatever. And everyone can put themselves in that position enough that it's, like, it's here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there's always something appealing to that because you kind of get all the the freshness of something that feels a little more honest just so it's a little bit extra. Um, you know, whereas, like, a Captain America is just, like, a completely... I mean, it's, it's not even, like, Jason Bourne spy. It's, like... Jason Bourne spy meets Lord of the Rings, you know, it's it's just like a completely different universe, which is fine, um, but it's different. And I think I feel like this feel was was much more of that like, this is the world, and there's a little something extra, which you know is kind of thematic for the movie too. Um, and I really enjoyed that, and I thought that it was you know kind of done pretty crisply and and uh, very enjoyably. I think. It's very fast-paced. It never, it never slows down. Yeah, that's Which true. Which I feel as if it's sort of to its detriment, like, near the end. Because it does such a good job of building the world up during, like, the first half of it. Mm-hmm. But then, like, uh, uh, Hannibal starts attacking. <laughs> and it's just, like, almost a constant thing of action scenes and beats yeah, and stuff never, that never, never really goes back to 
finishing up, like, developing the world. Because at the end of it, like, you know there's a, a society of sorcerers or whatever that was uh, the ancient one was essentially in charge of. Uh, uh, it seemed as if they were organized in some fashion. But then the movie ends, and you're like, well, okay, what happened to all those people? What are they doing? Well, he does stay in the New York branch or whatever, the yeah. New York sanctum. Yeah. So presumably they're back where they always were. But the, I, I feel as if they had a lot of the... ambiguity. Well, yeah, sure. which they is part of my... That one room. But it's like part of my complaint of this feels like a part one. It doesn't actually feel like a complete piece. I, I think so that... So that, that's a complaint? Yeah, because it's, it's, it's... I mean, Would like, you have had that same complaint about... The Fellowship of the Ring? Well, okay, wait, wait, wait. Because, yes, you would have that complaint about the Fellowship of the Ring, and that was very straightforward about that. Yeah. But I think David draws a real, uh, David Gilman draws a very uh, <laughs> reasonable comparison because would you have that complaint about Star Wars New Hope? No, you wouldn't. Yeah, it was yeah. built as a full movie, yeah. and they and they made But they didn't know they were getting sequels. Well, yeah, it, exactly. So. And so, you know, there, there is a case. I'm not necessarily saying it's. Uh, because by the same, you know, I mean, the, the Lord of the Rings trilogy was fucking amazing, you know, yeah. so it's not like you can't be a good movie just because you're not a complete, you know, thing, but it's also true that there's a strength in being able to say, you know, Star Wars New Hope, best Star Wars film, in my opinion. <laughs> but, uh, but I, I, it, like, if we just compare it to the other movies that Marvel Studios has put out, I feel as if it doesn't, like... There, there wasn't really an oomph to the end of it. Like, you get to the end of Iron Man when he stands up and he says, I am Iron Man. It it, it, it feels like that I, entices you and simultaneously periods the movie. Well, so I, I want to I wanna draw a distinction because um, I, I agree that it did not have that kind of ending. Um, but I feel like there's a lot more to a film than just how they wrap it up at the end. You know, I mean, you got a present, you got the present, you got the box, you got the wrapping, you got the bow, uh, or the ribbon and the bow, and you're complaining about the bow, and I agree, it didn't have a bow, but it's not what I'm in for, you know? Um, so, I think that they did a really good job, they set up a really cool world building, really cool status quo, they upset the status quo, they kept it going, they kept it, you know, going... And, and I think you're right. I think there were several missed opportunities at the end. What were those missed opportunities? Um, you, you mentioned earlier, and, and I agree, that they didn't really provide a, a very a, a lot of emotional catharsis, I think, when he gets trapped in that time loop um, and sort of has that self-sacrifice thing. They kind of made a joke of it, which is fine and appropriate. But at the same time, you never got the sense that, oh, He's sacrificing himself to live eternity, just being killed over and over and over. Yeah, because um, you know he's gonna get out of it. And like, I also, was, yeah, well, they, they, they didn't even like they didn't even. Well, he had a plan, but it was they didn't even like you know. There's all sorts of things in like the way you beat movies and the way you score them and all that that would mm -hmm. imply and suggest eternity or mm. whatever. And they didn't they didn't take advantage of that in the slightest. And the other, you know what, there was actually an additional thing that I thought they missed there, which is you've got a need to have Stephen Strange be a legitimate, you know, Sorcerer Supreme or quickly rise to the level of, oh, yeah, this is the guy. And although they did a great job throughout the film establishing that on the basis of talent, they had a real opportunity with that time loop to say, oh, yeah, and there were the hundred years he spent getting killed and practicing magic. 
And yeah. if they would have taken that and really made it seem like that, you could have been like, oh, yeah, why is this guy a badass? Because he practiced making magic shields while defending himself against Dormammu while being killed for 100 years. years. You know, like, Which... they had that opportunity to, like, make him go from... Uh, th- to really draw a beat between Stephen Strange, our up-and-coming hero, mm. and, oh, yeah, here's this ancient, amazing wizard dude. Yeah, yeah that would have been nice. I would have liked that. I Because it also would have... Anyway, there there would have been some sacrifice in that. Like, for, from our point of view, well, he we, only died, like, 20 times. True, and, but, I mean, he could have. it could have been a lot longer than that. Yeah, but, the well, we can't assume that. Yeah. The yeah. movie doesn't explicitly state that. Yeah. Well, we can only go by what we see. Mm-hmm. And it looks like, for the most part, he got out of that pretty fast. Yeah, and they didn't even beat it. You, you know what I mean by that? Like, they didn't... Uh, it, it's like the montage, you know, you go to the mountains and train, right? Mm-hmm. And the implication there, even though it's it's oftentimes in a lot of those movies, it is literally like a couple hours or like a weekend. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, like the implication in those montage scenes is like, this is how we're wrapping up and encapsulating, you know, mm-hmm. you know, months or years or whatever of effort into this thing that we can actually believe emotionally and logically to be a transformational period for this character. Mm-hmm. And I guess I guess that's really, you know, is the movie was missing a montage scene. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I could see them holding off, and it could be a nice emotional beat in a sequel where he's confessing to somebody that he had been in there for hundreds of years. I could see them doing that, but I would feel betrayed because there's no reason for them to keep that secret. Yeah, it's just it a fail. It, that was that. I'm not saying it made it a bad film. I want to be real clear. Yeah, I think I this is one of the better films. I I would definitely rather see this than any of the Thor films, any any of the Captain America films. Um, not the best. It's probably not as good as Guardians. And it's probably not. It's I don't know. It's somewhere in the same league as Guardians and uh, Iron Man, but maybe not quite as good. I'd put it around, like, Ant-Man. I haven't seen that still. Oh. <laughs> That's pretty fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it, it's fun. Yeah. No, well, we don't have to talk I wouldn't, about it. Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't say it's because it's less fun. <laughs> no, I, I think this is a bit better, but... Uh, yeah, it's just what... I mean, I don't know. It, I mean, part of the reason, you know, if I, I'm bringing up the end is that, you know, we just walked out of there and it's... It, 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 it bugged me. Like, yeah. I'm sitting yeah. there watching the credits, and instead of going, oh, yeah, like, I'm like, hmm. Like, yeah. Well, <laughs> it was really lame for them, too, to be like, well, there'll be a lot of things coming after us. We'll be ready. And it's just like. Yeah. Oh, oh, by the way, it's you're, it's probably a good thing you're not just walking around the streets of New York with an infinity stone around your neck. Yeah, that yeah. was <laughs> like. What? Yeah. What's an Infinity Stone? Yeah. yeah, that was lame. That was, yes, we know. Yeah. You don't shove it in our face that <laughs> it's a stone. We got it. <laughs> we, we know that. Well, yeah, but you don't need to spit it out either. Yeah. We, I, I don't Subtlety. Yeah. Well, I, I don't fault them there. You know, I mean, that, that bit. But yeah, I mean, it's like, it's like they reached into their bag of competent stock movie endings for superheroes and they pulled one out and they said, this kind of fits and they stuck it on, which is just far below the rate of what could have been. Yeah. I mean, that movie was really fucking good up until the end. Yeah. 
then I felt like they tripped over themselves a little bit. I'm not even gonna say they tripped over themselves. I I think I think they well, did fine. It's just, but it is. But I do agree. I mean, I thought, you know, eighty percent of that film was absolutely exceptional, and the last part of that film was like, this is okay, you know, or or maybe even it was good, but it so wasn't. It just, wasn't at the at the same level at all. I think it kind of went down after the climax. Like the climax, I I, I enjoyed the. The mind loop stuff. I enjoyed that quite a bit. I just I like the no... yeah. I like the logic behind it, and I like how. I like the idea behind it, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think the execution of it could have had more to it. Yeah. Well, and also the the emotional climax of that film was the the ancient one's death. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I and I I mean I I want to, it's it's sort of important to distinguish this because if we're looking at film climax, right, there were kind of two. Um, and I think the imp- more important one, the way that they they did it, you know, probably was uh, Tilda Swinton's death, not mm. not the whole rest of that. I mean, that was you could you could make a strong case that that entire sequence was denouement. Hmm. It's very extended, and yeah. you know, I mean, really, it's sort of there were two climaxes, but mm-hmm. but you you kind of get what I'm saying. Yeah. Because even after her death, you then have the emotional side of Strange's arc with a. Uh, uh, well, I kind of wrapping that yeah, together. But yeah, yeah, that, that one. When it comes to. I don't know. I guess that works, and I think I like it as an idea of, like, her being a tether to his old life that he has to let go of. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, but other than that, I don't really. Like ultimately, I don't buy them as like a a, a couple or anything. Like no. I never. Well, I mean, I don't think Stephen Strange as a character works being mm-hmm. coupled. He can. Besides Wong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Wong was fun. I thought they did that really. The yeah. whole when he laughs thing, they pulled that off. <laughs> I, I liked him listening to Beyonce. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That was yeah. Fun. I mean, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of this uh, movie that's fun, and, and it, it's But fun. it's not just fun. I mean, I feel like that's a degradation, because The Avengers was fun, but there was nothing subtle or or clever or elegant about the way that Avengers was fun. Avengers was fun, and that's the right word. This movie was clever. Yeah. This movie, mm-hmm. you know, it was, it was not just fun. I mean, it was fun because it was clever. But, uh, I think Andrew would have a lot in common with Doctor Strange. <laughs> you know, just I, I just pictured Andrew when a track came on. Oh, that's such and such side A, release nineteen sixty five. That's true. Yeah, he can do that. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, like, so it's it's kind of interesting. Like, I guess I don't know. Uh, like to a certain degree, Strange's and Stark's character arc is sort of similar, so it's kind of interesting to compare those to Iron Man to a certain degree. Hmm. Yeah? Hmm. High confidence, arrogance, and what's the distinction? See, Stark succeeds uh, by embracing his arrogance. Hmm. He, I think, what was his character change? I mean, his character change was embracing his arrogance and continuing to be arrogant while also learning to not be selfish. Strange's thing was to 
almost to continue to be selfish while losing his arrogance? I don't know. Well, yeah. Well, no, no. He, his he, thing was... He can't save everybody. He learns that. And also, he... he, he that's the thing about the time loop that works well, mm-hmm. or at least is as close to an emotional beat as they get to in there, is that he finally allows himself to lose mm-hmm. again and again and again. Mm. Yeah, right, because fear of failure. Mm. Yeah, they didn't really drive that home very well. I mean, it's there, and it's one of those... It is. But it's like one of those things... He should have like, said failure. If they would have used the word failure, it would have resonated better. But, but the thing, he's almost too smarmy about it. Like, he goes in the there. The way he says it, yeah. Well, yeah, and he keeps on coming back. He's like, I've come to bargain. I've come to... Like, there's no... Uh-huh. He's not tired with it. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah that is that is a big part of why that scene didn't follow through. Yeah, because he is... It, and that's the thing, is that suggests uh, confidence. Like, he, he, yeah. he, he thinks, I've come to bargain. This is my plan. Yeah. This is my plan. And it's one of those things where it's kind of like, I... I, I, I I mean, yeah, it's funny at first, like once you realize, uh-huh. but then they really should have pushed in on. Yeah, that. they they have you because the, the, the thing is, the plan has to be, this is my plan, and then a hundred years later, you know, you it's finally. not. This is my plan. It's just this is my plan. I'm yeah, gonna keep doing this because I'm strong, not because you know I'm clever, not because whatever, but because I realize that through sheer force of you know. Especially when he, since he's dealing with an entity that just exists, yeah. that has yeah. no concept of time. Another cosmic cloud. Thank you, Marvel. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know. I thought it worked. Yeah, I, yeah. No, I, but I, that yeah. is true. Like he starts throwing a fit after like four, which I mean, you could almost make a case for because if he's actually experiencing time, he would be very unused to experiencing time. Mm-hmm. So you know, you could kind of, but still, I mean, it, he is a cos. Let's give him a little bit of credit here. <laughs> you know. <laughs> He felt he folded faster than my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> but uh let's see. Um not that I that's liked, actually it. <laughs> <laughs> I liked uh I liked Mordo at first. I'm not I don't that was another thing with the ending and not just the post cre- uh, credit scene, just the you know, the way he left in Hong Kong. It's kind of like, like deuces amount. Fuck you guys. Well, it's just one of those things where it's like I don't it was another one of those scenes, like, where what's his name is like, I will no longer, I won't be a Wayne Corp as long as this machine exists, and it's just yeah. like, it's just that stupid thing they do where it's like, I'm principled, and that's gonna make me stupid and, and you know annoying, well, and it's like I'm not gonna, and it's just like, yeah, it's just, it's dumb. Okay, it's what, not realistic. It's not character building. It's just dumb. What bugs me? Two seconds earlier, he's like, Strange, get up and fight. Yeah, like he's telling him. We need to do this. And then, oh, I don't like how you guys did this. Yeah, he's like, I will no longer. And you're like, did you see what just happened? <laughs> <laughs> so what choices did we have? Yeah. We were losing. And you told me to fight. And now you're just like, nope, I'm out. Yeah, it's like, what makes your principle better than mm-hmm. Strange's principle of not wanting to take a life? Yeah. 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 Right? It's like, well, like- and it's and I, there was a real missed opportunity, too, because it's like, uh, the bill will always come due, and it's like, you're right, good lesson, we need to learn from this, but instead he's just like, I won't do this anymore, and you're like, dude, like, I've had, you know, like... Hey, Mordor, <laughs> take, take up the Sorcerer Supreme position, guide us as a... Yeah, like, as a... Running away, what yeah. the hell does this solve? Although, can we, can we move to 
the final scene. Can I just say that was utter and complete shit? What a completely the second post credit scene. Yeah, the yeah. second post credit scene because it's just like it doesn't follow his character at all. I mean, yeah, okay, I'm, I'm sure people will defend this and they'll be like, "Well, they said you don't know what I've done," and you know he, you know they make a big show, which is kind of a huge character ramp that they that they probably in like post post work or something to like drag it home, but. Uh, you know, that, oh, well, he's super principled and da-da-da. It's like, no, what you're saying is you took a completely reasonable, well-balanced, wonderful character and said, oh, yeah, we need a villain and we'd like some continuity with the first film, so uh, I guess he's going to be so principled that he goes off and he decides the only thing he can do is kill sorcerers. Yeah, that's... It's just just like, what lazy, complete bullshit because the character doesn't even support that shit. Uh, it was awful. Just awful. I mean, really just awful. I mean, can we just take a moment to shame the people who wrote that, the <laughs> people who allowed that, that to continue? For, well, it's e- kind of, everything about it. And let's just hope that they just drop it and never reference it again, because it was awful. Yeah. Shame. Well, they, well, they, they won't. No, yeah, okay. Shame. <laughs> let's Extra- see, what else? Uh, the, the second credit tag was... The yeah, first. well, the first credit. Well, yeah, 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 that was awesome. Yeah, that was enjoyable. Um, yeah. Which I, I kind of knew about that. Oh, you knew about it beforehand. Um, well, I. There were photos taken on the set of Thor Ragnarok, with him holding a piece of paper. It was just like him on the streets mm-hmm. of New York, but someone zoomed like, the paper was clear enough. It's Stranger's address. Oh. Mm. So, hmm. people were like, "Oh, hey." Apparently, Doctor Strange is in Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. What, what I really liked about that scene is it, it you really, for once... Because up till now, I mean, Guardians was a whole different thing, but it didn't interact in any way except mm-hmm. for villain uh, mm-hmm. with, you know, the rest of the Marvel Universe. Mm-hmm. You see for the first... And, and because of that, because it's all building up together, and I guess you see this, like, a little bit in Civil War, but the way that they did it was so awful that... Didn't really come it through, you know, hold it through. But you finally see something where you've got, oh, wow, there's Stephen Strange, and oh, wow, there's Thor. And it's not like, let's let's form a super team. It's like, I've got my motivations and concerns, and I want to get my plan, you know, figured out. I want to get Loki the fuck off Earth, you know? Mm-hmm. And you got this other Probably. guy saying, I'm going to have an adventure. My brother <laughs> Loki's around. We're looking for Odin. This is my path forward. And they they don't have the same motivation. Mm. They don't give a shit about what the other person wants, except that, hey, let's you find, know. Find your dad and get Loki the fuck out of here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. last time he was in New York, it didn't go well. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, and I, 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 I did really enjoy that because that, I mean, that, that's so much. I think that's just better story-wise. Because yeah. anytime you get a bunch of super people and they're just like, oh, yeah, let's all do the same thing. Or, like, they have these stupid, like, little minor quibbles about, like, I don't know, whether you kill people or, like, how you do something or whatever. And instead, you actually have, like, a thing where it's just, like, it's not good versus evil. It's I have this motive. I have this motive, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm being there sort of responsible and I'm being sort of adventurous but also re- responsible in a different kind of way and they're not competing you know and they're just kind of like they're doing their own thing they intersect for a certain period of time cool shit happens they continue doing their own thing and it's like you preserve the character you have interesting stories you actually have a potential for conflict that isn't based on creating some stupid effing character 
that you have to completely bend and twist, like in the second scene. And, you know, it's just... You know, th- th- that first post credit scene does kind of give me some uh, hesitation about Ragnarok. Why? Because, okay, we have Stephen Strange. We know they're doing Planet Hulk in Thor Ragnarok. Those, It just seems like Thor is going to be fucking all over the place. Well, the director specifically said that it, he, it, it's the weirdest Marvel movie they the Ragnarok, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, it's like Thor and Hulk on a like galactic road trip of some kind. <laughs> that's the the log line essentially. Honestly, yeah. that's uh, that's Thor. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> they're completely dropping all of the like the Earthbound stuff and just throwing Thor out to do something or another. I guess look for Odin, yeah. which a part of me is a little interested in. Is like because so he was how... in the cell in in Asgard. No, he wasn't. Put him in. He wasn't in a cell. I thought he was. I thought Loki put him in a cell. No, the only thing we knew about is that at the end of uh, the last Thor, Mm. Loki like shape shifted from Odin while he's sitting sitting on the throne. That's the last we've heard of it. Gotcha. So yeah, like so, Thor and Loki on the road looking for (laughs) Odin. Rainbow Bridge. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I did like the uh, the bit when the um, Strange is first going through the. Or, it, like, uh, uh, Tilda Swinton opens up his eye. Yeah, yeah. And he starts going through all of those universes. It did look as if they tried to make it look vaguely like the Rainbow Bridge at some points. Uh, like, when he's do, going huh. through tunnels and stuff. Oh. Yeah. That was, yeah, I, did, I didn't make that connection, no. Yeah. I kind of wish they would have just shown the Rainbow Bridge. Well, I mean, mm. oh. Well, what, like, what is the Rainbow it Bridge, It looked really? like their yeah, weird yeah. Asgard tunnels of space-time. Oh, yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> But, uh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I really did like uh, Benedict Cumberbatch's performance. Like, he yeah. is He did a great, a great job. Yeah. 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 It's still kind of getting used to his American accent, but it didn't take long. <laughs> it is one of those things where I wonder if some people are coming in, like, expecting Benedict Cumberbatch to be doing, like, <laughs> his deep Sherlock British voice. And it's like, oh, he's doing something that sounds... Vaguely whiny? <laughs> <laughs> I, I did find it funny when he, he said, like, psychosomatic. I was like, hey, that's what Watson's, uh... Oh, yeah. 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 Limp. Um, so that was funny. Yeah, but I, I, it was a nice touch to give uh, Wong the uh, the wand of... Uh, uh, tomb, or how, how do you pronounce that? It, the relic he picks yeah, up yeah, for the yeah, fight. Yeah. That's the wand of... Who's this? What, what tomb? I, I recognize the design. Oh, from uh, the one from Runaways? No, it's just it's one of Doctor Strange's things, oh, like okay. the the cloak of levitation and the eye of Agamotto. Uh, gotcha. I, I guess I didn't pay attention. Yeah. Um, I I, I mean I guess it makes sense. That this, they didn't. The, you know the staff. Uh, what's her name? The the character from Runaways, the the magic lady. Nico. Yeah, Nico. Her staff is in the movie. Oh, is in there? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. They're doing a Runaways uh, series on Hulu. Hulu. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's cool. On Hulu. On, I know, uh, right? Well, I don't know. They wanted a Marvel series. I mean, it's being made by the same guys who. Well, Jeff Loeb is in charge. My objection of it. isn't to the production. Just My Hulu? objection is that he I already has Netflix. I don't have a Hulu account. I'm uh. not gonna get a Hulu account. <laughs> and you know, it's just like Hulu is for shit that the networks make. You know, like. Yeah. 
You know, yeah. I, I do find it interesting. Um, I'll have to, well, look forward to seeing how, now that magic's part of the Marvel Universe. It's totally new. Yeah, it, it kind, kind of, of Um, I mean, they explain magic off as science in the Thor movies, but, you know, they don't really... Well, they explain magic off as computer programming in the <laughs> times Yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, now, one thing I like with, like, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I know you haven't watched the season, but they've introduced the Ghost Riders. They've already introduced magic on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. They've came, no more Hydra, no more Inhumans. <laughs> They're dealing with Ghost Riders. Ghost Riders. So, that's pretty awesome, and it opens opens a lot of doors for the Marvel Universe. Well, as long as they, you know, keep it explained well. Yeah. I mean, that, I mean that's one of the best things about this movie, it's the, you know... Just does a great job of throwing this in there and mm-hmm. not feeling confused about what the hell's happening at all. See, I'm wondering and how just we... like and the idea of like, you know, the relics or the sling rings of like of uh, uh, having certain things like be items instead mm-hmm. of just shit that you pull out of thin air. Yeah. That, you know. Although the sling rings did seem a little bit strange to me because it's like you can do all this shit, but you need this like little brass thing. <laughs> I, I don't know, and well, it's, it mean, is not just like it's not like a specific I, I like this is the sling ring of Slagamore. You know, it's like no, we just got like a bunch of like we they come out of a factory in China or Hong Kong. <laughs> you know, it's just like there's a lot of them. You just like penny a piece. See if you figure it out. You know. Well, I feel as if you use the logic of like uh, 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 Mordo says at one point that like the relics are items that use magic that is you know that's too much for them to actually like produce. Mm-hmm. You know, and they just happen to have this one item that they've decided to mass produce. <laughs> well, I, I it's just it, well, and there, it's, it, not okay. even, it's not even like wands, which are like <laughs> this is a unique wand. I made this one, and so it has these characteristics. It's you know, it's not like this is the ancient one sling ring. You might not want to touch that. Yeah, you know, it's when they it's, grabbed it's the just sling like, rings off of a rack, it, they did have a ton of writing on them. Like I swear, detailed. there was a TJ Maxx tag. I saw. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. I think the idea of it being strapped to an item makes sense because yeah. sure, but <laughs> why is there this one? Because well, it's maybe useful. they're not being produced anymore. <laughs> like maybe only the ancient one could make them, and now like everybody's like, well, "How did we do this before?" Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> well, and it could be one of those things. Like, all right, we have this. Uh, we have this intricate series of places, like layers protecting the world, we should be able to go to those really quickly if need be. Let's I, just... I'm not debating the the need for it or the... the you know, what I, I guess I'm just... I, it feels to me like it violates the internal logic of how relics are to me. Could be science. It, it doesn't matter. I mean, that itself would be a violation. <laughs> I would say it's it's more funny than like I don't know a violation I suppose like I was thinking it's a major violation. Could you imagine like having to be the guy that was making them? Like, God, how many of these do I need to make? All well, right, well, well to be fair, there's only like twenty of them yeah. or whatever yeah. that we like see in nothing <laughs> in fantasy as far as artifacts or relics or whatever go is just like arbitrary like that. There is nothing that never ever happens. 
Nine rings. Why <laughs> nine? There were nine rings for the you know, the kings and you know whatever. Well, hell, that could be the case because for whatever reason, Hannibal's men didn't have them. Like I think they did. No. Yeah, they did. The war- they stole yeah, it. Well, it's because they came out of the the place from the endless lady. The the whatever. Uh, <laughs> all right then. So they did have them. I just remember. The one stealing Strange's. Yeah, that was to remove it from him. Not, well, that's because he lost his, and then Strange stole it from some. You know, so it was like during a, during the fight. I thought Hannibal got, was the only one that had one. I guess that would make sense, and why Strange thought it was okay to throw them into the window. Yeah. Of another dimension. No. Yeah. If, I think I think Hannibal like was they, the only one that had one. Because otherwise, what was the point besides right. just delaying? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess, could, I guess it's. And Possible. Hannibal had to go collect them. Yeah. So maybe it, it is only something that's given to. Well, in any case, that doesn't. That's neither here nor there. Because <laughs> there's still something that's. There's a lot of. They're apparently interchangeable. You know. I guess that's. Yeah. Again, it's not that's like it's a rain coated to their DNA or something. Or their magical signature. Or their aura. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just. It's just that's not the way shit works. We don't know how it works. It's magic. We do because they <laughs> <laughs> there are inter there's internal logic to storytelling. Yeah, it's magic. We'll just go along. That's with not it. the way it works. <laughs> <laughs> well, it works with Batman. Like, how did Batman do it? He's a goddamn Batman. That's how he did it. No, but it ha- that has an internal logic because Batman, for instance, does not teleport, does he? No, he's just super rich. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah, he has gadgets. He has he has gymnastics. He has martial arts, you know. He has tools. He has, you know, shit that he does, but he does not have magic. He does not, you Matt, know. Matt, how did how did he escape the explosion in Dark Knight Rises? Well, that's a shitty Batman movie, so All I don't right. really care. All right. No, that's fair. That's fair. He just jumped out and glided away from the Wee. nuclear explosion. <laughs> Sometimes you just can't get rid of a bum. <laughs> I think you meant a bum. Yeah. No, um, what? The the fucking thing doesn't have autopilot? No, it did. Well, <laughs> that's probably how he escaped. Well, yeah. that yeah, well, yeah, that's what Lucius finds out during the emotional denouement of <laughs> music montage. <laughs> Everything that wanted from Doctor Strange. Um. <laughs> uh. Let's see. Well, <coughs> the cloak was fun. Yeah. Maybe yeah. think of the carpet from Aladdin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even though I guess I mean it's one of those things where it's kind of like, oh, it's choosy. Well, that's convenient. <laughs> <laughs> You're kind of like, well, yeah, he's gonna be Sorcerer Supreme, so yeah, he probably was like, okay, I'll go, I'll go. Hang around this guy's shoulders. Yeah, I, I, look, I look good with his goatee. <laughs> <laughs> I like this guy's look. But, uh, I liked I liked it when uh, the cloak was wiping away his tears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. or, or at the, was it his tears? Yeah, okay. yeah, he was crying. He was yeah, wiping okay. away his tears. <laughs> so you can't cry. I thought it was, uh, it was nice. So did you like the Rogue One trailer? 
was. Oh, there was. Nice segue. Hell of a segue. Right in front of the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah? Also with Hannibal. Yeah, with him. Hannibal lives the father that somehow helps design the Death Star. Yeah, the lead architect. The lead architect that purposely put in a three foot wide exhaust port. <laughs> to take down the Death Star. God, it's, you know what's going to annoy me? Is, is if it, they do that? Well, if they specifically point it out. Like, a part of me... I think they will. Be like, hey, I, I put in I put in this well, feature. In, in, I put in you, a self-destruct button, but you have to go down a trench <laughs> instead of just shooting at it <laughs> directly. Yeah, and not only do you have to go down a trench, but you need to follow the trench for a long period. Don't swoop in close. No, don't do what Han Solo's going to do. <laughs> swoop in at the very end. It is one of those things where, like, it's one of those pieces of, like, Star Wars logic that you just ignore. And how and does the missile go, go like it. this? How does the missile go? Whee, the Force. Um, oh, okay. So, <laughs> so, but, 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 where if, like, you're going into a story that delves into, you know, partly the creation of the Death Star, its origin, to a certain degree, and you're kind of like, is anybody <clears> going to point that out? Or are they just going to ignore well, it? Well, they're not supposed to know about it. Yeah, well, I don't think but, they know about but it. But even the Rebels the, had to, had to I, they well, analyzed I, it. They say that in the... Well, yeah, but maybe, like, Hannibal mentions it during the movie or something. And you're well, he like, shouldn't. He shouldn't know about it. No, well, he's, he's, he's the, the one who designed it. He's the lead architect on the Death Star. He still shouldn't know it, because he would design it not to do that. Well, not no, if he's not, not wanting to work for the Empire. In the trailer, and he would design a structural weakness, and the best he can fucking do... <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing, that's though! The like, no, somebody designed that. No, like, and they're making one of the main characters of the movie the lead I think, architect. I think if they were gonna do that, then <laughs> it wouldn't make sense that it's like a specific, you know, thing. It would have to be like I designed it in the shell design so that any impact to any number of open ports, because of course it's a sphere, so there's mm. a lot of symmetry, <laughs> right? Any number of ports. You know, would would always create noticeable. a chain reaction, right? Well, that would be more noticeable. Well, no, not if it's structural and subtle. Well, I, I, I mean, I, I, let me just get back to like. No, actually, I, I fuck I, that. I, because if he was really, <laughs> if he was really doing it, then he would have made it so that firing the Death Star would have destroyed the Death Star. That would be the easiest way to do it. It's just like if you were designing a fucking nuclear reactor and you didn't want to. <laughs> The easiest thing to do would just be make it fucking go critical when you fucking use it. Well, okay, you know how mad you're getting about this, right? I mean, that's sort of what I'm trying to, like, complain about. I don't want them to do anything with it. But I'm well, worried right. about them being cute and trying to do something well, with it. I have yeah. a feeling. I, I just have a feeling that maybe they're doing all of these standalone films to fix things that don't make sense with the original Star Wars films. You have but a young you Han Solo movie coming out with young Lando. Will they explain why the fuck they're wearing the same outfit? <laughs> why, is, <laughs> why is Lando wearing Han's clothes? I think. Oh, I because think... they're fucking Lando's clothes. <laughs> huh? 
when Han Solo gets the Millennium Falcon, hey, look at these, look at these nice. He clothes. would have his wardrobe. <laughs> in he there. would have his wardrobe in there. Did you hear about who's Lando? Who is Lando? Donald Glover. <laughs> I know, right? It's awesome. Wow. That's like the best news ever. <laughs> That's wonderful. <laughs> Man. Man. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, yeah, that movie just get. It's one of those things that it's like, God, this seems like a... Why would you do a Han Solo movie? But then, like, you get fantastic directors, you get Donald Glover involved, and you're just like... And you get the uh, Lawrence Kasdan writing it. Yeah. And you're just no. like, shit. <laughs> yeah. Everything about this movie is going to be amazing. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. So. Should we pause and watch some other trailers? Sure. All right. So what do you think, Matt? Uh, look, look good. Yeah. Looks like a film with more to say than... Some other than any films other about Wolverine. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it helps that it's an, like you know, it's being marketed as an ending. Yeah. Well, yeah. Actually, you know what helps? What helps is that it's not bound to this stupid superhero. Well, we need to set up a status quo, maintain the status quo, set up for the next movie. And instead, it's just like someone was like, "Hey, I've got a idea about a story <laughs> and <laughs> characters and plot," and they're like. Oh man, like what is what would you call that? Like where you come up with a world, you've got like characters and a story. Uh, marketing? No, no, I don't think that's what it. Uh, what would we do? Like if it were made with film, a movie? Marketing? No. But uh, yeah, I, I, I like how that you know it seems as if it kind of has, like it, yeah, it has no shackles. To any other anything to any other X Men movie, really? Yeah, I mean the closest might be the uh, the last Wolverine. Same movie. director, I mean. Yeah, but so uh, it, it did like look legitimately. I thought exciting. it looked pretty cool. But yeah. In the middle of that, between both of those Wolverine movies, uh, they rebooted the timeline, so nothing fucking matters. Well, yeah, it's I'm like fine with that. Yeah, yeah me too. I, I, Why are all the mutants gone? I don't know. Well, Logan probably kills him. Uh, well, that, <laughs> well, that's what he did. What? In the, uh, that's what he did in Old Man Logan. He killed all the X Men. Yeah, like what, was a mastermind or something. Yeah. Made him think he was fighting Sabretooth and all his bullshit villains, and it ended up he was murdering the X Men. Wow. Yeah. But uh, Logan, what did you do? <laughs> yeah. Patrick it it made me think of that great. uh, that little one shot where Logan. Uh, finds that like little boy who just like creates death, and he goes into a cave and kills him. Oh, that was yeah. a great issue. That was a really yeah. good. Was that a Millar one? No, that was Bendis. Yeah. Was that Bendis? Yeah, <laughs> it was like his second or third issue or something. Yeah. Like that. Was... No, no, no. It was after the arc with Spider-Man, Wolverine, and Daredevil, and then he did a bunch of one shots. Oh, yeah, okay. that's right. Yeah. yeah, that yeah that was a really good yeah. issue. So at the end of it, you're just like, damn. Yeah, <laughs> shit got real. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, I, I look forward to that. I, uh, I mean, there are shots in there that just make you wonder what's going on. Like it looks like Xavier's having like a seizure or something, and just the entire room is like shaking and there's like waves coming off of him. It's like what the hell's happening? Yeah, uh, Carrie's comment upon watching that was, uh, 
that it looks like The Last of Us. No, 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 no. Uh, she <laughs> said, "Oh, she has two old gay dads." <laughs> uh, did you see the comparison to to Logan and X twenty three? Like it looks what, like and Joel and L. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Especially once they're in the woods. <laughs> yeah. All right. So. Um, yeah, I, I'm so looking forward to that movie, and I'm glad you know they're not restricted to the the. They're going R. It's a hard R. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. And, you know, one thing that I like, you we talked about it over text message, was the fact that in the comic it takes so long for Wolverine to pop his claws. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad they don't really show much in the trailer. It, it happens towards the end of the trailer, which if you look at a trailer story-wise, mm-hmm. you kind of place where that might happen. Mm-hmm. That was one thing I liked about Doctor Strange is that from the trailers I saw, mm-hmm. like you didn't really actually know how, like you uh, from the trailers I I saw you would assume like all the building bullshit in the middle of the movie was the, the third end. act. Yeah. So mm. it was kind of nice to get through that and be like, oh okay, what's happening? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it doesn't look like Inception anymore. <laughs> all right. Yeah, I kept thinking that. I was just like, I'm so glad Inception had a sequel. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see that movie again. That was a great movie yeah i've only seen it one time me too but it was amazing yeah so we got another trailer i'm gonna hit stop see it more in my dreams um but yeah you know i may be seeing it right final final thought on that i think it would be a great point to end the x-men franchise oh yeah well they're gonna make more deadpools well they're gonna make more everything x-men is never gonna let be let die there's nothing in deadpool that says it can't exist in the marvel universe end it pull a sony Fox doesn't need to do that because they made $700 million off of it. But they are working with Marvel Television for Legion. So why not? They're co-producing it with Marvel TV. Yeah, they also have to consider that they're up against Walt Disney now. Walt Disney will murder their children. (laughs) And Apocalypse was pretty mediocre. Yeah, (laughs) that was bad. I don't hate it. There are yeah. things I really like. I in would that never movie. watch it again. I, yeah, I haven't bought it. I mean, oh, I might wow. because I'm a completionist. And uh, didn't you buy the turtle movie? No, I didn't buy them. My parents bought them. Oh God! <laughs> I just get their digital codes. Uh, that's how I have the digital code for Apocalypse. I, they just buy them, and I get the digital code. So it really helps not buy. I don't need to buy every fucking movie anymore because I have them digitally. I haven't bought Star Trek yet. I, I bought Star Trek. I, I had to. I <laughs> love that movie. It's still like my favorite movie of the summer. That was a good movie. Yeah, it was pretty fun. All right, I'm going to hit stop so we can watch this. Oh, well, that was fun. Fun. Wow, I said fun. <laughs> and something having to do with DC. <laughs> yeah, I think yes. that looks awesome. Wonder, yeah. Wo- yeah, Wonder, Wonder Woman looks prim- promising. I haven't seen it, no. I haven't seen what? Did you ever see Suicide Squad? No, I never saw it. All right. <laughs> I didn't really want to. <laughs> really? Well, I mean, after it came out and the reviews started to come out, I was just like... I don't think it's nearly as bad as the reviews made it sound. Kind of like how Batman Superman, I don't think, was nearly as bad as the reviews were. I still think Batman Superman was good, and I'm standing by that. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I, I enjoy that movie. I've watched it a couple times. Matt, I would actually recommend the extended edition. May I recommend? <laughs> yeah. well, I, s- I still haven't gotten around to watching it again. Because it's over three hours long. Yeah, like, <laughs> it, it's one of those hours. things where 
like Carrie's sort of interested in it, but then like you tell her the running time, and she's like, "Oh my god!" That's why I haven't watched like <laughs> Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, that's a good movie. I've seen Wolf of Wall Street. It's it is good, and it also makes you feel dirty. Uh, <laughs> but and it, but it's fast though. Okay. Like oh, it is. Yeah, Wolf of Wall okay. Street. It's is, got a pace. It does not feel like three hours. It's like Goodfellas. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. It's like Goodfellas too, essentially. <laughs> oh, all right. All right. Stylistically. Yeah. Uh, okay. So well. Uh, but yeah, I don't yeah, know. Wonder, Wonder Woman looks good. I don't yeah, know what yeah. else to say. I mean, yeah. it, they can't do worse. I don't think. Well, they could. Yeah, Green Lantern. Yeah, they could do better. <laughs> <laughs> the, the thing about Green Lantern isn't that it's, like, technically bad. Yeah. It's just that it's super mediocre. Yeah. <laughs> Ew, okay, today that means bad. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if, if that Green Lantern like, movie... When it came ca- out, sure. When it, No, when it came out, it was mediocre. Yeah. And, and it would what? still be mediocre, which means bad today. It, now, if that movie had come out, uh, you know, in, like, 1998, it would have been amazing. Well, but, like, I feel as if, what was the, uh, one of the comments I think we made? Was it, like, Batman and Robin is bad. Yeah. But it's a bad that's, you know, enjoyable to a weird degree. <laughs> Green Lantern isn't even that. Yeah. Right. It, it's just, yeah, it's it, just it, in the middle. It's just, like, yeah. <laughs> Limp. <laughs> Stop. Yeah, because, because Batman and Robin goes full circle. It's so bad, it's entertaining. You know, like Especially the with fucking Schwarzenegger and his goddamn puns. Yeah, and the ice skates and American Express and <laughs> the vehicles, just for the sake of vehicles, so yeah. they make toys. Yeah, <laughs> those were good toys, though. Yeah, that was, a, like that was a good time yeah. to get Happy Meals. Yeah, I, it's a good time to get Batman action figures. I just said Happy Meals. Yeah. <laughs> what else were you getting Happy Meals for? <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, so that was so. Yeah, it, I think they. I don't know. Uh, I would rather have Chris Pine as Hal Jordan than Steve Trevor. But that's just me. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been pretty cool. That would have been cool. I could see him not wanting to do another franchise, though. Yeah, because this is kind of one of Yeah, especially yeah. a franchise doomed to failure. <laughs> well, you don't think this is going to do well? <laughs> no, or, I... You don't think another oh, Green, Green Lantern? Lantern. Green oh, Lantern. Okay, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying they'll never do a good Green Lantern, but good luck. <laughs> you know, I wonder if Jeff Jones would ever try his hand at directing. Or at least writing the script for it. Yeah. Like... Just give it to Jeff Johns. Just let Jeff Johns have Green Lantern. I don't know that he's necessary. I mean, look, Jeff Johns is high variability. Some of the shit that he does is brilliant. Not all of the shit that he does is brilliant. I'm having a hard time figuring out what wasn't great from Jeff Johns. Well, I mean, when I was reading comics regularly, there were a few things that Jeff Johns did that were amazing, and I can remember a lot of shit where I'm like, oh. His Teen Titans run ended rather limply. Yeah, it just kind of flickered off. You yeah. get to a certain age. No, it just he left. I, I feel like he left kind of abruptly. Well, uh, yeah, I think it, it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Limply. Got it. I mean, Crazy. yeah, yeah, because I think he was doing what, Infinite Crisis or something around that time. Yeah. And, yeah, it just got. 
Like it is cr- like that. That really isn't that good. No, no. Everything Bronx that's pretty solid. <laughs> like when he when he, he gets like a Green Lantern run. Yeah. Or he gets a Flash run. He gets a run. Yeah. He does great shit. He's a good serial tor- storyteller. It's you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Um. Did Matt see Power Rangers? <laughs> Matt, did you see the Power Rangers trailer? I think I did. Wasn't that months ago? Uh, minute. A month, a month or ago. so ago. Yeah, no, it's like three weeks. Oh wait, no, I think I saw the costumes. Oh, oh, oh so, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hold on, we got we got a couple minutes here. Alright, we're back on. Dun dun See, like a part of me feels as if logically, if that didn't have the name attached to it. I would not movie. give a shit. <laughs> well, they they <laughs> deliberately <laughs> held back though. Well, yeah, yeah which I like. They wouldn't have done that <laughs> if they didn't know that <laughs> you knew. <laughs> I mean, even at the very end that you just barely see they're about to get mm-hmm. uh, you know, their their like costumes. And that's like the most elementary, you know, part <laughs> of the whole thing. There are zords to be had here. <laughs> yeah. They, they just show you the breakfast club. Yeah, it's which I think is a cool angle to take. And actually, no, I, I will say that, too. Like, I think a movie where you go in and you say, no, we're going to focus on these screw-up teens and maybe, you know, they'll do some action at the end. Like, that's a better way to go into a Power power, power, power Rangers movie. No, but I, I just mentioned that, too. It's like the way that they're headed. Um, I don't know. I mean, if they do it, like, super kitty, probably be stupid because they'll mm. do everything stilted. But if they do it honest, which, you know, they may need a little more range to do. Uh, that's gonna be really good. Power range. Sorry. Power range. I did like creepy, like weirdly serial killer Rita Repulsa. Yeah. <laughs> no. It's sexy Elizabeth Banks. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> no, but, you know, because that's, that's is... uh, you know that definitely comes off as more of a threat than Rita up on a moon yelling about shit. <laughs> and they yeah. confirmed Goldar. Goldar's in this fucking movie. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I'm not going to lie. I actually Brian think that Cranston looks awesome. Brian Zordon. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> oh, who's fucking Alpha 5? Uh, uh, Bill Hader? Yeah, Bill Hader's <laughs> Alpha, Alpha 5. He did the voice of, well, he helped make the voice for BB-8. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he, he's, you would recognize him if you saw him. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just, like, I, there is a part of me that's just, like, I can't help but think that, like, it makes me think... Like uh, almost like that that stupid monster truck movie. Yeah. What? Well, there's a st- <laughs> it, there's a movie coming out. It's called Monster Truck, and it's about this teenager who meets up with this squid-like alien thing that decides to live in a truck, and he can move the truck. Do we have another trailer to show? No, 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 no. I do not just need to see the monster truck, Herbie. Yeah, and it. <laughs> Stars Havoc from the X Men movies because he needed a job. He, uh, isn't he MacGyver? Well, yeah, but something tells me when he filmed that he didn't have a job. <laughs> I needed to pay bills. That's probably what they did. Is they said, "Oh shit, we were just gonna can this," but and now he's MacGyver, which probably still thought, "I need a job. I'm gonna do MacGyver. I'm gonna do this reboot of MacGyver. <laughs> I'm gonna do a pilot that probably won't be picked up." It, it's oh. doing rather well. So. Shit. 
Now I'm committed to this damn thing. Now I'm contracted for seven years of 22 episodes of <laughs> MacGyver. <laughs> well, I mean, I think if you don't have a job, that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And people love to get TV. TV pays pays a shit ton of money. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, yeah. All right, well, that's an hour. Okay. Sounds good. All right, that <laughs> we, was fun, guys. We, we met the quota. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to keep them to an hour. Cool. Good. Yep. Good idea. Alright, well, uh, I'm David West. I'm I'm David Gilman. And I'm Matt. Yeah, nice, uh, nice, nice to see you guys. guys on, yeah. <laughs> Matt, they can't see you. So nice to see you guys. Unless they're like Rita Repulsa. They've been stalking you while you sleep. <laughs> Alright. Alright. Alright, we're gonna hit, hit, the, hit yeah. the button. We hit it. Hey listeners, this is Micus, creator of the kind of epic theme song, Zombie Kids. If you're interested in finding out more about my music, you can check me out at micusmusic.com. Also, I am on iTunes, Facebook, and SoundCloud. You can look me up as Micus Music, and that's M-I-K-U-S, and you know the rest. Alright, peace out everyone, keep listening.